Joe Hill and Cesar Chavez Who fought in their own time For our brothers and our sisters Up and down that picket line For the unnamed and unnumbered Who struggle brave and long For the union men and women Standing up and standing strong This Friday, November 25th, is the anniversary of the start of the successful French general strike against welfare and pension reforms of 1995. The strike enjoyed popular support and involved hundreds of thousands of workers. It was the largest strike since 1968. After three weeks, the government was forced to withdraw the proposal to raise the retirement age from 58 to 60 and reduce pension benefits. In May of 1995, Jacques Chirac's Gaullist right-wing party, Rally for the Republic, had been elected president. The new prime minister, Alain Juppé, proposed the cutbacks to reduce the national budget deficit as required by the Maastricht Treaty. October and November saw a student movement against the conservative agenda and its attacks on women's rights, especially the right to an abortion and contraception. On October 10th and November 24th, the public sector pay freeze was met by civil servant strikes, supported by all the major trade unions. The Juppé plan became a target of the strike. The plan also called for increased health care premiums, reorganization of the railway networks, cutting welfare to the unemployed, imposing new taxes, plus the explosive issue of raising the age of pension eligibility for the public sector. The change would not only increase the years it would take to get a full pension compared to the private sector, but would have heavily increased the amount that workers would have had to pay into the system. The October 10th walkout was in response to the attempt to start implementation of the Juppé plan with a pay freeze. Rail and air travel were paralyzed, and most domestic and international flights were canceled. Much of the railway network and the Paris metro system and bus service came to a halt. School and universities closed as teachers and students walked out in protest of the plans. Post offices shut down and mail went undelivered. Striking workers filled the streets of every major French city and large demonstrations against the cuts showed their strength and support from the general public. The general strike was announced on November 24th. The strike crossed many sectors. Transport workers again took the lead crippling most of the rail, bus, and subway systems, as well as causing serious disruptions to air travel. The major rallies took up the cry of bye-bye Juppé. Utility workers joined the strike, and by November 30th, a strike by gas and electricity workers forced the government to buy electricity from Spain and Britain. Postal workers' walkout led to a 45% shutdown in mail operations. Meanwhile, private sector strikes had been sporadic and few, but that began to change in December. By December 4th, workers in insurance companies and banks began to strike. Nurses employed a safe strike tactic. The nurses and other healthcare workers maintained safe levels of staffing to protect patients, picketing, and taking care of patients. Militancy also increased, with police clashes becoming commonplace. Striking railway men had held mass public meetings at stations and on the rails since the strike started. Attempts to break them up by police often resulted in pitched battles. Fighting also broke out at the Channel Tunnel, which had been blocked by workers as the strike entered its third week. Ports were also blockaded by dock workers and truck drivers, and the government deployed troops to prevent fuel shortages. The northeast town of Framing Merrill Bach saw large battles between striking miners and riot police. 
Miners armed with crowbars and rocks built barricades on the roads. On one occasion, miners burned down a mining company office. The unions officially ended the strike on December 15th when the Juppé government agreed to scrap the pension reforms even though the government refused to withdraw the welfare and health cult. Massive demonstrations took place over the coming week, however, including one of nearly one million people in Paris on December 16th. With many strikes out of control of the unions, because of the small percentage of workers in unions, around 30% in the public sector, Many workers didn't end their strike immediately, some holding out until December 22nd. The strike was supported by 70% of the people according to polls taken during the strike. That solidarity and sympathy strikes won a partial victory. President Macron's call for similar reforms in 2023 was again fought by mass strikes and couldn't muster support to pass it through the legislature. So Macron used a section of the Constitution 49.3, allowing him to bypass the parliament and to execute the change on his own. But that is a story for another day. For the Passes and Past, I'm Harry Richardson.